writing on the wall. We are the writing. The shadows on the moon. The shadows on the moon. We are the laughter in the dark. We are the laughter in the dark. Footsteps behind you. Footsteps behind you. We are the hand beneath your bed. The hand beneath your bed. The hand beneath your bed. The hand. Hello, we are the hand beneath your bed discussing the films and shows that have been fueling your nightmares. I am Chloe. And I'm Christina. And welcome to mini episode two of our Halloween Horror Countdown. Today, we will be discussing Wes Craven's Scream. Christina, what is your understanding of the plot of Scream? I think the only thing I genuinely remember from Scream is this asshole wearing, you know, classic costume, the faces mildly mocking you while he just chases you with knives. But I know for a fact uh, whether it was me looking it up uh, after the movie or if it said on the screen before or after the film, wasn't it actually based on the Ripper? So- someone who actually murdered people, right? Uh, I mean, you could say that of any of the kind of slasher genre horror films. Mm. <laughs> no. Pick up my tongue. Gainesville Ripper. <laughs> was it not based off of that? Well, Vaguely, no. it was based off of that. I mean, the the whole point of it, like, Wes Craven decided that he wanted to do a slasher film that was essentially, and I use this term not to mean it in the comedic way, but he wanted to do a parody of a slasher film. Um, I mean, it was funny, actually. It had bits and peaks of humour in it, But the point in my of, opinion. Like, the point of it is it's... like Because when you say parody, everyone assumes parody means comedic. But it actually means, like, um, a facsimile. So, with Scream, he wanted to do a parody of the slasher film. Which is why you've got the you got the the person at the beginning. What's your favorite scary movie? And what I like, it's. I'll, I'll stop quite slowly before I do this. Um, so it's an interesting one. Like the original name of the film, and it was proof of its parody status. Its original name was Scary Movie. Mm-hmm. And um, you remember that? I remember. And I remember. It, Funny fact that I remembered about this movie, I was like, either Chloe told me or I read it somewhere, and that's no. But the basic premise or plot is there are um, the town of Woodsboro is being hounded or haunted or terrorized by a killer in a Wilhelm scream mask. <laughs> you know the scream. Uh, who is murdering teenagers at the local high school. And these, they all seem to be focused or centred around, or it becomes evident that it's focused or centred around our final girl, Sydney Prescott. Dun, dun, dun. But I am, um, I love Scream. Scream's one of my favourite, probably, probably my favourite film. I'm not 100% sure. Between that and Halloween, like, I always chop and change between the two of them. Um... It's well, you could have more than one favorite film. It, it's not a relationship with a man or a woman. You can have more than one of these. <laughs> it's fine. I have many, to be honest. Like there are many favorites out there. I'll be sitting there. Oh my god, that's like my favorite fucking film. Is like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Ten seconds ago, you said it was Scream. Oh yeah, yeah, 
yeah scream screams up there um i, lo- <laughs> I love scream because like the fact that in the first and spoiler alert for anyone listening who hasn't seen it like in the first 10 minutes of the film they kill off the person who everyone thinks is a main character and i love that like drew barrymore um i I don't know if she auditioned for a heavier role i can't remember how it transpired i think she may have even said i want to play this character who dies in the first 10 minutes because everyone like especially when wes craven caught wind of it it was like the impact of that's fucking awesome. Let's shove her on the goddamn poster because people are like, oh, it's Drew Barrymore. She's a, <laughs> she has to survive beyond the first 10 minutes. And then out of nowhere, she's fucking murdered. And it's like, dude, what? I think that was a great decision, actually. Oh, yeah. I'll agree with you on that one. Yeah. Um, it, it's kind of like a middle finger to, you know, the audience. No offense. And I find it very witty, I would say. Well, it's uh, also... It's kind of like a punch in the face. But it's also, uh, you know what? <laughs> the the whole thing is, is it's unexpected. Like you don't expect someone who's supposed to be the main character being killed within like the first 10 minutes of a film. You know, it's it's one of those moments. And then they cut to, once they finish that scene, they cut to the person who is the main character of the film. They cut straight to Sidney Prescott. So it's like, ha double take, fooled you, motherfuckers. And I love that. And I also, like, I do love the the whole opening sequence is awesome. It's the first introduction of the what's your favourite scary movie line. And it has some interesting mini trivia in it, which I always end up having to fucking refer to whenever I talk about Friday the 13th. (laughs) You know, people go, oh, Jason's the killer in Friday the 13th. It's like, it's even fucking quoted in Scream that it's Jason's mother, you motherfucker. It's the reason why he, like... Her boyfriend ends up getting murdered. Hello, <laughs> like, I'm a dick with it. To like, let's be honest, I I really fuck. I love. Um, I actually had she that phone. <laughs> well, I remember. I I don't think my sister had ever seen Friday the Thirteenth. We're sitting in my room watching it. My older sister, and screams one of her favorite films. We're sitting watching it, and then it gets to the end. She's like, "I thought Jason was the killer in this film." And I was like, "One of your favorite film, even." mentions the fact that he isn't the killer in the first fucking film oh my god really (laughs) i got really annoyed with it but i'm digressing scream awesome love it that the end of the episode now we're done we're good (laughs) i mean we could be but we don't have to be i mean i feel like the last one was a little bit longer because we have more opinions but Honestly, give get this movie um, a check on your list, or you know, add it to your list. Watch it before Halloween. I it, it is not just a classic; it, it's a fun family film. So long as you know, your siblings, friends, family members are all, you know, at least five. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I I, don't. I would say like nine, ten. Yeah, maybe. like that. That's a good age to like start. You know, getting them into to see if they like this this genre at all. I mean, of course, every kid loves you know Disney Halloween movies or whatever's coming out nowadays for them. But if they like it to the point where that's all they watch, maybe you could give them something that's you know like a nice little shift into a more m- mature 
section of the genre itself. <laughs> so I think it's a family movie. Yeah. I mean, I'd never watch it with my with my mom. I'd watch it with my dad. She, she, oh, no, I'd watch it with my mom. My mom watch her. My mom doesn't. Her. My, mom doesn't. Me. my mom does not like horror films. But, um, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, Scream, the the whole film is just fascinating and is a lesson in horror films you know you've got the randy character who you know one of my favorite characters in in any horror film where he's just like don't you know the rules the fucking horror film dude seriously come on (laughs) you you gotta be a virgin to live this like it it kind of it set up an entire like generation going oh wait there is that formula to those fucking films damn shit dicks let's what are we gonna do now then like and it may, meant that when the slasher films came out afterwards they they either had to be self-referential or they had to do something different and they had to change up how they were approaching this specific genre um a really good example of this it slightly skirts the genre because it's actually more of a sci-fi is uh, the faculty it's like the final girl isn't a girl it's a, it's a guy it's it's elijah wood great film love it um and <laughs> like then you have then you have films like hostel that came out that completely <laughs> fuck with you in terms of if you watch it as a basic clasher ignoring the gore side of it you believe you've got the final girl. You believe you're watching the final girl. Spoiler alert, that motherfucker gets killed like halfway through the film and then you're left having to root for the guy who the entire time you've been like, that guy's a fucking dick. I don't like that guy. But suddenly you're you're suddenly like, dude, come on, Paxton. <laughs> you gotta well, survive this. Don't don't die. I know exactly why that was done. It is because if in a typical movie, you just have, you know, the very nice, sweet, innocent person at the very end. You're just rooting for them and they, they live. It's like, oh, oh, thank God. But if you have them die and you're just like, oh, this fucking asshole. It, it's kind of like, st- it, for me, it's funny to watch them. No, but like you know? the, the point, the point, the reason why he did that, though, because up until Scream happened, if mm-hmm. that film had been made prior to Scream... The Josh character in Hostel would have survived to the end because that's how it works. That is the rule of the horror film. They did make rules, let's be honest. Yeah, but then Scream happened and it's like, oh shit, we need to change it up. Which brings me on to the film that we'll be discussing next, which is Cherry Falls. That came after Scream. And they went, you know what, we're just going to flip the entire concept on its head. And I love that. Um, It's not the best film ever. I really like it. I enjoy it because it's got some batshit it has some batshit performances in it but um like the the there are aspects that like, I don't want to talk about Scream for too long because quite frankly I'll just end up I gush about it I love this film it's different in the respect that it takes the genre and it literally tells you it's like dude seriously this is what happens in a horror film and we're not even going to do anything different we're literally going to show you and we're going to do things the way it works in a fucking horror film but for the entire time that you're watching it 
you're going to believe that you're watching something else. You're watching something different. We're self-referential. We know, like, all the characters know the horror films and they know the formula of horror films, yet they still fucking follow the fucking rules or break the fucking rules and still die. That's what I like about it. And it worked really well in the sequel and then it fucked up in Scream 3. I still enjoy Scream 3, but yeah. And then Scream 4. Like, you know, that actually kind of brought it back. Can't wait for Scream 5. I'm interested what they're going to do with that. I I, I am really curious how they're going to do it. Um, Especially now that Wes Craven's passed on, I... I hope they do it justice. I I think that's what I ask of it. Well, yeah. But but that's kind of what happened with Scream 3, is that Wes Craven wasn't really in charge of it, and it was stupid. Like, it wasn't well, really okay. written by him. It kind of became incredibly self-referential. And it was just like, meh, meh. It was really, really, too, it was too on the nose and it went too far into the realm of parody, I think. So in most cases, I think when companies' uh, productions get taken over by someone else who has made a reputation and a name for themselves, they can ruin it or try to make it their own. I don't think making it your own is a bad thing, nor a big deal. But to do it justice is maybe, you know how if you're a writer, like if someone has a book or a series under their name and then writes a secret book, sometimes you can figure out that that person who hasn't exactly published that book under their own name it is the same writer. You can kind of correlate the way that they write. So it's just maybe if the person who takes over studies the way that Doesn't, he thought about the films and he, then created them, he could, I don't know, pay homage to it in a way. Can, you can do the film justice by just doing a good fucking film. Like, it's not... Scream is... The whole point of Scream is that it takes a horror film and it's looking at them and it's analysing them and then it's going, let's let's show the audience exactly what they're expecting. That's the thing with the horror... Like, that's one of the things with Scream, is it literally tells you, this is what you're expecting and here's where we're fucking going with it. And that's what I like about Scream. It's like, it literally... It's kind of like... um. Oh, Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods is a literal film theory in a film, and I love it. Um, and that's what Scream is to me. You love film theory. Yeah, I love film theory. Film theory is great. Like, it's my passion. Um, yeah. And Scream's great for that. And, you know, when they make this new one, I just hope that they they look at... Because what Scream was, it looked at the genre, how the genre was, and it went, okay... What do people expect? What are the rules? Let's actually give the audience that, but we're going to tell the audience that we're giving them that. And they did it in a way that wasn't fucking obnoxious. That's what they need to... They need to skirt the line and they need to make sure that they don't pull it into we're assholes and we're going to be obnoxious about it. That's where the film... That's where films often go wrong. Like, oh, we're going to be self-referential and funny but we're going to do it in an obnoxious way that makes people really pissed off. And I don't like that. Um, so we'll see. Well, like, we'll see if Scream 5 lives up to what well, I hope it can do. Yeah. I hope it's like a Scream 2 in the fact that it's like actually pretty decent, apart from obviously the awful cafeteria scene, but <laughs> that, that, can be, that can be forgiven for the content of the rest of the film because the rest of the film was like... 
I think it's great. Apart from the moment where, spoiler alert, Randy died. That made me fucking cry. <laughs> really made me cry. I love that character. And I was like, oh, you can't fucking kill Randy, you dicks. What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> you can't kill him. What? Why? Why are you doing this to me? You, I hate you all. <laughs> like, I really hate you. Why are you doing this? Fucking no, devastated. But- I was, I was like that. That moment was just fucking horrible. I hate it. <laughs> but I mean, you're saying that the film made you feel something, and you adore it for that reason. Yeah. Despite it not having the ending that you wanted, I think sometimes those are the best films. I don't know, like the, the film, ones that are unexpected or you know I, just I think sad. One of the things sad. that detracts from Scream Two is just the fact that it, uh, the killer isn't who the killer was meant to be. So uh, it was always meant to be her best friend the entire time, but it got leaked online. So they had to like they changed it up so that people didn't know who the killer was. And it's a shame because the guy who ended up being the killer is like, oh, it's Timothy Oliphant. He, we haven't seen him for like a whole hour. Like Billy Luminous and Stu Macker, you see them through the whole of Scream, and. Yeah, it's a bit of a shock and not at the same time. It's like, oh, God damn it. You were so obvious about it being them the whole way through. And when you watch it back, it, it, it's just fucking obvious that it's them. And they're sin- they clearly are sinister assholes. <laughs> That's what I like about it. But at the, ta- like, at the time when you first find out, oh, fuck me, it was Stu the whole time. You mean that means that, that, that it was Billy? Even though they, they fingered him and they arrested him and then like he got out of jail and he was kind of like, oh, I'm innocent, but he's not innocent. Yeah, it was, um, it was interesting. And obviously Scream changed, <laughs> like it changed the genre in, in a secondary way of that it didn't happen often that the killers weren't some kind of... I don't like supernatural boogeyman. You know, like the like Jason by the, by the f- sixth film is an undead walking machine. Obviously, Freddy's a dream demon, and Michael is some form of at that point in time. <laughs> Isn't Freddy Krueger your husband? No, fuck off. You you told me that you absolutely adore him. I fuck it. I fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that for a laugh. No. 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 No, mm-hmm. never. Chase so much right sleep, now. Never sleep again. No. Um. Well, that's what he tells you to do. <laughs> but yeah, so scream, and I think before I go on for too long, and because it's not really directed in what I'm talking about, I'm just gonna go. Hey, you know, I really like this point about this film. Um, we will end it here, and we will next be discussing in the next episode, obviously. Cherry Falls. What will we be discussing? Cherry Falls? Cherry Falls. Some Um, opinions. Yeah, but interesting. (laughs) Indeed.